love triangle. That's what we've got in here at Triple M. That's right. Who have we got? Myself, Tony Martin. Round <laughs> Together, we are providing you with the uh, the most serious, I think, uh, election coverage as we get closer to the big day. Sure, it hasn't been announced yet, but when it is, we'll be here. The team will get this. It's stupid, it's savage, it's completely contemptible, it's completely unacceptable. It speaks to no one, in my view. Okay, so that's a thumbs down from her. But I think at large, the general listening public will be turning to this program for cutting hedge. Hedge information, that's right. I'll be out there first with the snippets. Remember hedges. Until I get answers. Politics, you know, I'm looking through over the weekend, uh, obviously there was that business with the union folks. The union folks in the uh, pro work choices ad turn out to be actual folks from real life. Okay. Because I'm thinking uh, they're going to replace them. Day from the old KFC. Great idea. Well, this is how, uh, how heavy were the homosexual undertones in the work choices ad? Not very, I don't think. Me and Dave. Uh, you know, this gentleman's uh, resume, not very. Me and Dave, we can. We kept eating up. Sorry, uh, any people new to the time slot would not be aware, perhaps, that uh, Ed was Gus from the Gus and Dave ads on KFC and uh, talked about it a bit much on the show. The ad got full. That's that. of the Australian public. Oh, thanks. And then thank you also for giving me a hand with this. Uh, 
crowds of yours that you used to get that also the box we had to throw out. They went for what they said. Also, what Tony likes to do is he spoke of sound bites from politicians to finish his sentences. Very good. That's exactly it. I think I'm getting the hang of this. Um, as long as they don't do something foolish, like play the wrong interview, grab at the wrong time. I'm fully expecting it. Oh. Uh, they'll find someone silly enough to run it from weed. Sorry, what happened there? It doesn't matter. But, but that was Jimmy Gillard just there. I'm not going into that. Well, I see that in politics from time to time. Okay. It won't happen again then. Let's move on. Thanks, Tony. Richard. Well, this really isn't working. Well, I wouldn't put it that way. No, I think what... Listen, don't tell anyone about that slip-up. Um, there's no need to be babies about this. Um, cheers. So now, on to hard news. There's been lots of talk about dirt units. <laughs> and the idea that upcoming electioneering is going to be one big smear campaign. Let me say this about public life. I think cabinet ministers um, should be subject So I could say that. We did Spears performance at the MTV Video News Board. It's certainly not the ball. So say that you're responsible for hitting off cable again next month. In November, you could be sure of that. It's conceivable it could come back in October. I could say that you're fond of breaking into your Julia Gillard impression. Well, we wish we knew. Mr. Downer, you could leave us with just one positive thing to take us into this election campaign. I don't think I shall ever become Prime Minister. Well done. Alexander Downer, thanks for your time. Thank you, Tony. There was something he really said. This is actually something that he said. Whatever it said, fine, well, that's been corrected later on. Mm. But scrutiny is important. Yeah. I love how he kept calling you Tony, though. Yeah. Maybe you've got to announce yourself at the beginning of your interview. How does that sound again? I'm Vicky. Maybe you said, I don't know. At the beginning of the interview, not so much confusion. Around the nation, and uh, I think we've established our political credentials in break one. Yeah, absolutely right, which must work, which I don't know. But uh, it's certainly hotting up in the papers, so I've noticed the Murdoch press are really starting to go hard in on the money. Really? Who are they up for this time around? Well, these are Bob Brown. <laughs> they love Bob Brown. <laughs> Bob Brown. Can I just say, Bob Brown is the only member of the Greens I want to see without a beard. I think if you put through just a hat and a horse and a shoes. You're in the green, beard up, all right? Yeah, and get, get some tracksuit pants, wear sandals, and pull your socks up over the track so they don't get caught in the, uh, the wheel of your bike. Yeah. I don't have a bike of mine. Dan Bob Brown needs to go to a lot of official meetings, so he's allowed to wear a suit and so I not have a beard. Yeah. Everyone else, beard up, or we're not going to take you seriously. Yeah, if I see one more green candidate without some fauna, just on the shoulder, you know, like a possum, gently nuzzling, you know, not really like a teeth. Absolutely. Uh, well, no, the Murdoch Briefs, which uh, in at least two cities where this show is heard is the only brief. Yep. Uh, very low. John Howard, surprisingly. And they're really busting yeah. stuff out now. Uh, the Australian newspaper, which is, um, well, they love a bit of hard work, and they have a section called Cut and Paste, which is just a random selection of articles from around the world. It's amazing how many seem to be from other Murdoch newspapers and seem to be 
Hang on, now this millinery. Edda Boyal. Let's move on. Cats play Port in the grand final this Saturday. Oh, I've, been, I've seen that clip on YouTube. No, Cats playing Port. <laughs> no, Geelong Cats are playing Port Adelaide in the AFL grand final this Saturday. Don't. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, one of them will win. Yeah, absolutely right. Finally, from the Storm. The Storm have made it into their second grand final. This weather now. <laughs> So the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. Yeah. I've seen them running for a big paper sign of themselves. Yeah. I like that. That's interesting. Okay. More of that, less of that football game, I would have thought. We've gone around the ground with Tony Martin. <laughs> it is the Achilles feel of the program. New listeners and the new time slot. Um, we've got to do something about this. Jim Rogers is coming in. He knows about footy. I saw him picking big goals in the community year. I have done that one. There you go. He'll uh, sports with Jim Rogers coming up later. <laughs> then science with Nick Kershaw. <laughs> We've got everything covered. Okay, the Step Brownlow middle business, though, isn't it? That happens tonight. Oh, yes, that's nice. It's a combination of a year's hard work from the girlfriend spending a blind eye. Remember those ones that we the girlfriend, and occasionally there'll be one that isn't long. That's the same thing. Remember, I was all that talk about the players boycotting the brown line? Why? Because of that, that conflict with Channel 7. Oh, really? And everyone just thought, well, who cares? Just get the ones to come. Yeah. <laughs> it's a television show. It's right there. It is the best show on television for those who love to watch people eating down. It is amazing. It is just incredible. Will it be music entertainment? When they're going to have uh, Todd and Brent and their band, you know? Oh, really? The mind disaster. When are they going to be performing? Because <laughs> it's a great story in the paper. I think I got this one uh, courtesy of our friends at the Courier Mail in Brisbane. Yeah. The life of Beaconsfield Mind Survivor Brent with mm. Never bothered to explain why his name's Brent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was an the testimony and investigation. No one ever just said, What with Brent? Take a seat, Mr. Martin. Can I just combine Grant and Brent and say that's a name? Better than that girlfriend that I always bring up. Try guess. I'll ask my friend Rodney. <laughs> what do you reckon, Rillip? Okay, anyway. Okay, sorry. The wife of Brent has yeah. thanked the Foo Fighters for coming good okay. on a promise to compose a song about their uh, underground ordeal. Remember they promised yeah. to the new album coming out? Listen to Dave Grohl. What a crappy bastard. Frontman Dave Grohl has confirmed that an instrumental inspired by the rock ball and subsequent style of survival will feature on the band's new album. Is that instrumental? Yeah. That could be anything. <laughs> Do you just go, oh, yeah, this is about their mind disaster. <laughs> See, the album's been finished and someone's gone, hey, did you remember that song about the mind? I'll pretend I'm playing guitar. It's like instrumentals about it. Good work. How they prove it isn't. That's what it sounded like down there. Exactly right. All right, I think we're running over in this break, so let's go straight to music. Here's the new from the Foo Fighters. <laughs> 
Okay, I went to see my film so, uh, last time he was here. Yeah. And I was sitting in front uh, of some very old ladies, some very naughty old ladies. They brought lollies in and they were unwrapping them. They were having a wonderful time. And my film was doing a sad clown act, whereas a series of Bip, Bip, a really unfortunate event that would happen to Bip. He lost his job. He lost his girlfriend. And I think he fell down a well. And then finally he puts up a sign that says, Bip ends it all. And really loudly, the old woman in front of me yells, that should cheer him up. Really loudly, so that would have rubbed it in. Beautiful. Good but then you have a sign ready for a response. Very tricky dealing with Texas. Kind of fell by so. When's the funeral, son? Uh, later in the week, I think, Rich. So he'll be trapped in the box forever. <laughs> the joke face is when he's looking at someone else, yeah. when he pushes the button. No, no, he gives it, like, he gives it. <laughs> he looks you right in the eye for the game. <laughs> is, is jokes boring to my soul? Does it say what he, what he died of? I walk through an imaginary play glass oh. window. <laughs> Stop. I'm having an imaginary shower from all these jokes. Watch your way to church. Listen, they'll get us out of trouble. Let's meet them next on Talkback Mountain. Here again, this on Triple M. I think you'll find Got him. That's the Blue Fighters with additions from Richard Bartlett here at Get This Around the Nation, the Pretender. Same album with the instrumental solution. Nice Nicely done. Okay, let's keep it heavy, shall we, as we climb Talk Back Mountain. Very nice, Metallica. Thank you. Uh, we're up there. Let's just mention what happened over the weekend briefly. Did I see you in the social pages? Oh, yeah, I did. Going, keep going, and she went, right, that's it. 
no coleslaw. <laughs> the, kids, the kids stopped standing in track and goes, hey, this mum, and she wanders over to like, the display and looks at the coleslaw, and while looking at him, he's like, ooh, it looks like there's lots of cabbage in it today as well. <laughs> Have you put extra carrot in this? Trying to get the person to point along. Well, the mayonnaise is so tangy, and you're not going to get me. What a shame. And he stopped it. He, he didn't Are you sure this isn't a story from your life? No, 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 no. When I was a kid, it was always, you'll have to go outside. I'm like, no, mum, it's sunny out there. You're saying the kids don't care about the bikes, the belly, and the crystal meth. <laughs> it's the coleslaw. The coleslaw to get them. Wins them over every time. So you were just being outside. Yeah, I was always outside. But mum, it's sunny out there. See, my mum, any excuse to just uh, leave and move to a new family, that was that was kind of rare. Constantly. And that could happen at any time of the day or night. Really? Because it's double right, put everything in the car, we're leaving. And we just start driving to presumably a new town and a new family. You are a little sober. And then if people who possibly, there must be one person listening who knows Tim from New Zealand, just on the outskirts, there's a place called the Rendezvous Motel. Oh, Nelly. And I knew Mum was serious if we got past the Rendezvous Motel. And then my stepfather would want to know what had happened. Yeah. And, he, and see, I was under the impression, being a kid, that it was pronounced Rendezvous Motel. <laughs> the thing is, so was my stepdad. So we'd have these great conversations where it'd be stage, you get past the Rendezvous Motel. <laughs> <laughs> you might have just been playing along with me. I think you were. Well, I said Rendezvous up and about two years ago. You were so human. Okay, that was severe. But a more simple one would just be, oh, you know when she knew that she had you? Something Rob Sitch was talking about. Um, when she knew... You'd seen part one of a Batman. And so she could threaten you with not seeing part two. Oh, and you oh, no, it's going to be, oh, never know how it gets off that conveyor belt. It doesn't move very quickly. How's it going to do that? So that was the old, the horrible thing. Which part two of Batman? Richard, what did you have hanging out of your head as a youngster? Well, I've talked before about how we had a VCR with a remote control with a quarter pack. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason we had one of those is that because my father thought that the way it's coming out of remote controls were carcinogenic. Yeah, sure. And if you got in between the remote control and the television, you would get stricken down the signal. How's your bomb shelter going, Rich? It was beautiful when we got a microwave on the telling you. Bomb shelter's fine. The classic goal was, of course, you can't eat any seeds, you know. Yeah. Um, don't eat the seeds because then at some stage, presumably, you'd have a butternut growing in your lower intestine. <laughs> okay, so these are punishments. Don't stand between the remote and the deli. Yeah, eat this bag of seeds. Yeah. It'll fry you up. So what did they threaten you with? Um, well, I mean, all, all kinds of things. Um, you know, dropping you off in the country. What's the way? Just in the car, we're going to the country. Almost at the same time that their dog went to a one stage. And like, we would go for a drive until we said you'd apologise. You know, we'd be up miles and miles away on the hills until, you know, it would make you apologise though, eventually. Right, well, let me know our producer is here. And this all came about because we were talking on our way to the shop this morning. Nikki, what punishment have you seen or heard of being dished out? Uh, my friend, if, if he was playing from the car, he was threatened to like get out and like, run behind the car while the road. <laughs> actually followed through on. And the reason I know this is because his father told the story at his 21st. Oh, that's the ultimate proof that it happened. <laughs> when it's tabled at the 21st. So it makes his dad look like a president that has a really pathetic
episode today or in the bar. What have you on the line of doing first? Hey, Nathan, how are you? Not too bad, how are you? Oh, man, I'm alright. What happened? What did happen? Uh, my mother used to stick her tongue down our ears as punishment. <laughs> No, I wasn't like that, but she also used to do it to our friends. Oh, really? That's the sport. After a while, I think she's doing it for fun. I was very embarrassing at school. And did Dad queue up for one of those as well? No, no. All right, Nathan, for those guys, you may have either Prisoner, Grey's Anatomy, or Top TV Film. Uh, I have to be top 30 songs. You're a winner. Oh, wow. You are a winner. You sounded almost happy. Uh, if it happened before, we're going next. Hey, Mark. Hi, how are you guys? Good, thanks, bro. What happened? Um, well, my uh, auntie and uncle lived across the road from us when we were kids, and that was m- my mum's sister. And if we didn't eat all our dinner, mum used to threaten that tomorrow night we'd have to go over and eat at Auntie Dawn's place. She's such a bad cook. <laughs> Oh, we got, is it going to be slop again, George? Yes, I'll send them over. It's slop. Where did we find it? Slop. Uh, Mark, what would you like? Top TV songs, Grey's Anatomy or Prisoner? I'm Grey's Anatomy, thanks, sir. Oh, 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 well, like, we used to get standing, you know, you always get scared to wait till your father gets home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, we have uh, darker skin than our uh, usual, uh, you know, the Caucasian males. Yeah. Uh, my brother used to threaten to beat me white. Yeah, <laughs> And, uh, but the worst one was uh, when my brother and my sister and I had been fighting, my mother would bring out whatever she was cooking or getting ready for dinner and put it at the dining table, and then she'd line up three chairs into a triangle. And then we have to sit there and look at each other and not do a thing. It was probably only three or four minutes. Yeah. Three or four minutes when we just been fighting like cats and dogs. Yeah. Seems like a lifetime. And you were just thinking to yourself, my God, could this be any worse? And then she would, have, then she would make you kiss and say sorry. You would come back. You know what? Considering that you're going hammer and tong, that just puts the icing on a very bad cake. There's something for the AFL footballers to keep in mind. Thank you for a prisoner or top TV song, Simon. What was that? Prisoner DVD or top TV song CD. I asked again, how did your dad react to all this? 
Um, well, Dad was usually working, so he was a shearer, so he wasn't into the horse trip, so he was just about the years instead. So we think there's a copy of shearing from Dad? Okay, who is going to get that family? I think it's all Leo. Leo, I love your princess. Still love it. Fantastic one.
Yeah, I 
I want to um, continue trying to actually be better than I was last year. <laughs> and not only you know, look better as I'm trying to decline in other respects, I actually want to challenge myself and make something that I'm just so good. I'm great, I'm getting better. That's what I'm thinking about. I didn't want one preset here. I didn't want one. Because I'd called change one of all be wonderful. So none of your songs start with three hands in the air and wave them up just don't care. You see, that's me. Okay. I can't do that. Well, if I did, I mean, you know, I think we've talked once about the songwriting advice I've got over the years. It's been labeled as being dropped from. Well, I think it's up around now because as a result, I'm actually going to drop myself. Right. Right. So, releases come through. Oh, I'm going to get the first ad deal to drop myself. Um, but yeah, tips that you get from folks about someone. We need, because it's going to write a song for this show, our ballad. So we need songwriting advice. We'll write this down. What kind of stuff do they come up with? My favourite bit of advice is first him. Maybe a good idea would be to take every second word out. Okay, yeah. That's too wordy. That's the old. How many notes Mr. Most out there? Yeah, at least. Um, but that's, that's my favourite. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's no. Yeah. Anything involving a whistle or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good or bad? Oh, well, that's good. I'm going to ask you again to go ahead of whistles and do a bit of call and response. Call and response. See you See you What about... Uh, I mean, obviously, our look is going to be all freezes and... Uh, and uh, the email. Well, someone forgot some of the waitcoats were in last year, you know, and I found myself... In, incredibly in company with a bunch of guys with skinny jeans and some white coats. It's a deal in your look. You've been watching that white coat look like yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. So, fringes? Okay. Yeah, we're going fringes, wahos, every second word's gone. Bit of hair colour? A hair colour. And yeah. it's just, yeah. it's most importantly, some high quality style in the video clip. Of course. There's that song, Umbrella Ella Ella. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the worst song I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And then you watch the video and you go, We'd rather not play a full song. How about playing a 10 to 15 second hook of one or two of his songs across the hour? I think um, there's three glaring problems here. One, I don't have hooks in songs. Whether it's time or life. After my finance, I've got to put them in the future. Well, I would dispute that, but okay. Some of the things looking, well, the problem is that I've got too many words in songs, then you've got to sort of novel, and I'm not going to write it. The names of the songs the most ordinary set of events. This gets me in. I want to hear what the most ordinary set of events is. Some umbrella, Ella, Ella. Well, it was originally called a most extraordinary set of events. Well, that's what I was sitting in. You said I'm the record company press. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, nothing extraordinary. That's it. Keep it ordinary, right? Anyway, I guess you can imagine what this fine album does. Like. That's a bit of a That's a dangling carrot. <laughs> Yeah. 
the uh, well, not the band, the TV show. Mm. It was the was a band called yeah, the Ripper. They did that song, uh, Mr. Wendell. Mm-hmm. Name of the man, the real Mr. Wendell in New York. <laughs> He's a real guy. But we were our idea this year was to have everyone from the show Arrested Development co-host. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Will Arnett mm-hmm. who played yeah. Job, and he's just worked with um, the majors, the Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, yeah. And what did he say? He, he used to refer to Six Million Dollar Man as Six Mil. Yeah, Six Mil. Remember we were Six Mil. <laughs> and then Michael Sierra from Superbad, yep. which Michael, that fell through here as a time slot change. Yeah. But you yeah. ran into someone. Who did you meet? Yeah, but um, he just kept coming to the band quite a bit. Um, really? So you and I think. We're going to go for it. We're going to hear the stories here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're in the dressing room in uh, New York. Um,
sort of spandex thing, paint their face a little bit purple around the eyes, stand near a synthesizer, and sing about absolutely nothing in particular while a man pretended to hit hexagonal drums. So how long was that music? No, it's one of those times coming back. about 14 months. Yeah, 14 months on the way back. Heavily documented as well. Okay, I've got one years ago. About during that era, I was working at a radio station in New Zealand, and in the course of a month and a half, we had three different bands come into the station to record ads, claiming that they were the original platters. Six-week period. Don't you know they got four million people in the country? There's three different versions of the platters, sir, each with one original member. Imagine if you got to, like, the situation where Davey had you or mine, and there was Russell's U of I, and then there was your U of I, all touring. We toured with a band in 95, called Manor Astro Man, the wonderful, wonderful American uh, instrumental band, and they, they used to dress as robots. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they franchised themselves. So during states at any one time, there could be 20 Manor Astro Men, right? and they just used to conduct the business of it from, <laughs> I think, oh, the oh, Georgia oh. moment. That's simple. I mean, now that you've got your own label, I mean, that is a possibility. Well, and quite frankly, I do look um, best. There's at least 60 guys in this town that look exactly like him. Just with their things and so We'll corral them up and get them out there working at a tune. Great moments in rock, that's what we're looking for, and it can be anything. You can have seen something, you can have been there, you can have bumped into someone in the street, you can have fucked with someone. That's right. You know, that gives you one of these. Cool, now with your great moment in rock, and we may even have a bright one for all three, five, three. I love you, chicken. I'm sorry, I'm dead. On Triple M, Tim Rogers is here. He's on tour. He's got a new album out, but he's seeking to be impressed by great moments in rock. With this style, who's got one in? G'day, g'day, Michael. How are you? I'm Tim. How are everyone? Good salad, Tim Rogers. G'day, Tim. I actually uh, saw you play at Newcastle Uni a long time ago, and the people I'm about to talk to were your support. What was I wearing? Oh, I can't remember. I was very drunk. Something alluring, though? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something was showing. Yeah. All right. So, talk us through your great moment in rock apart from that, Michael. Like, um, I used to coach basketball back in Newcastle, and I now coach in Sydney. Yep. But uh, one of the guys I used to coach was Chris Joinu, the bass player from Sydney. That's what you have to do. Gilly's played as well, but um, I can't remember him. I remember Chris and his twin sister and coaching some of them along the way. Good on you, man. You know, yeah, it was awesome. What sort of skill did he have? Ah, uh, not me. He was pretty shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good kid. Since we mentioned Will I there with him here, I can tell you like us, you can't stop saying Michael. Absolutely right. Thank you very much. Do you know what we're talking about, Michael? Thanks, guys. We'll send you something. We'll send you something. Thank you very much. G'day, Nick. How are you? I get the prize today. Uh, G'day, how are you going? Excellent. Uh, your great moment in rock? Oh, we were backstage at Countdown Spectacular 2. Uh-huh. Up here in Sydney, we we're hoping to see Samantha Fox and get an autograph. Uh-huh. And she was coming down the corridor towards us, uh-huh. and one of the miners got to a door and it was locked, and she's going, What's going on? I locked out of my effing door. Yeah. Yes, that's a great moment. You mean there's more? Oh, I wish. We were so happy to get an autograph, but we missed out. Oh, we missed out on the Mr. Fox. Of course. This is someone who... 
there is no connection with you and my Samantha Fox, I'm guessing. No many, no degree could get us there. No. Uh, oh, it's been a half master. Yes, I've been disgusted by his behaviour. There you go. There you go. Right, but Nick, who's next? Good day, Peter. How are you? Good, how are you? Excellent. You're a great moment in rock. Um, I had a signing once. The singer from System of a Down tried to crack on to my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> You've mentioned Mr. Show. You're telling me you've seen a bit of 
flight of the Concords from New Zealand. Comedy to go after? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. We tried tragedy, but that's just not On the last tour of the States that you were a couple of weeks ago, we had Lumo and John and Papa Cassini in the car, we got run over by a truck. Really? Baby had his car stolen. In the same afternoon, but somebody felt guilty about it. Well, the guitarist for the open band, they called the Hugs from Portland, they're fantastic great little kids, but we hated the guitarist from this flicking him off during the whole story. And after Dave was very upset, had two cars stolen, we were looking for some stuff. It wasn't using security site, it's interesting. But the other three kids in the, in the band were all on the road. Went round to his house, beat the crap out of him, and got the guitar and, and just spilled here, and I was brought it to this party with him afterwards. Triple 